Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquette. It's uh, Theo Dorsey and Chris Cotel on Kim Big Live here on ESPN 106.3. We are excited because football is officially back because, of course, the Pro Football Hall of Fame game is tonight, Cowboys and Steelers, but we don't care about those two teams down here. We care about the Miami Dolphins, and to talk Dolphins, someone who's been at Dolphins camp is joining in on the show. We have Cameron Wolf, the NFL Network reporter, newly NFL Network reporter, just announced that yesterday. You can follow him on Twitter at Cameron Wolf. You can catch him on NFL Network's Inside Training Camp that airs throughout the week starting each day at 10 a.m. But right now, you can catch him on Ken Levick Alive. And Cam, first and foremost, man, welcome into the show. Uh, how are you feeling on your day off still working? I'm good, man. Uh, just living the life, driving around here in Miami. Can't beat that, right? Can't beat it at all. So you are just coming back from Dolphins camp. You went yesterday. Everybody wants to know about what is going on with Tua Tungla-Vailoa, the deep ball, the short route, all of that stuff. You know what? My first question to you, Cam, is what's the second best headline out of Dolphins camp? I don't want to talk about quarterbacks. I'm not going to be that guy. Give me number two headline outside of what the star quarterback's doing. You don't want to talk about quarterback? Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the second best, the second headline is is, is Xavier Howard. You know, he's the guy who uh, is their best player on their team, and he hasn't been involved with camp. You know, he's got a minor ankle injury, but the bigger news is that he wants a new contract. And he's demanded a trade and, unless he gets one. So we've been tracking that throughout the last week. You know, I've, I've had conversations with X and the team, and it seems like they're at a point where the, there's a gap of some sort, but. I think both sides realize they're better together than they are apart. You know, they just got to figure out how to make this thing work. It's like a relationship, a little rocky relationship. You got to got to take them out on a date. You know, and make <laughs> them feel right, make them feel loved. And I think that's what what uh, the Dolphins need to do with X to get this thing back right because they need them. They need them on that defense. They can't afford to trade them. I mean, this ankle injury is more of a hold in, right? We're going to see with the fifty thousand guys face. We're going to see this more and more across the NFL. I would think. Yeah, yeah. The way the new CA is, you know, you get fined fifty thousand a day if you're not there, and it's not fundable. So, you know, I don't care how much money you make, fifty thousand dollars or something, I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna show up there for, you know, regardless. If I gotta say my hamstring or ankle, you know, we see it with Sean Watson out there too. You know, he's made a lot of money, but fifty k is too much for him to skip out too, even even with everything he's got going on. So, yeah, I think it'll probably end up being a new trend with guys still being happy but showing up because they don't want to lose that bread. All right, and of course, I'm a sucker for quarterback stuff, too. I, I, I faked it off the top. You mentioned Deshaun Watson. Are people finally settled in with Tua Tungla-Vailoa there, though? I know there was so much talk over the offseason. They had one year of him, and everybody was ready to kick him out of town, even though they had a winning record and whatnot. What's the vibe around town about, hey, Tua's our quarterback. We're sticking with him for the long term. Yeah, no, you're right. It's a, no, it's a now league, right? So, you know, it seems like back in the day you got two, three, four years to see if you were good. Now it's one year and we're bouncing you. You know, I think there's a lot of pressure on Tua, a lot of eyeballs on him because people aren't sure. You know, there are people inside the building who aren't 100% sure if he's their franchise quarterback. But what I can tell you is that there's hope, there's optimism that he's the guy. You know, they've obviously kept their eyes peeled for Deshaun Watson, but I haven't got any indication that they're waiting for that. I've got the vibe that they're all in on Tua this year, and they think that he's going to make that year two jump. 
Now, if he doesn't, then this conversation is back open, and we might be talking about this again, you know, next offseason. But I, I think that they've done everything to him with weapons. You know, they, they drafted Jalen Waddle, they uh, and Will Fuller. Um, you know, Will Wilson's having a great camp, so they tried to surround him with speed to help him help him succeed. They have a new offensive coordinator, so all these things they're hoping that help Tua feel more comfortable. And I've been out here at camp for a week, and he does look good. You know, it's only training camp. So I want to caution folks, you know, we're, we'll see exactly what it looks like in the regular season. But from camp so far, he, he's looking fluid. He's looking more comfortable. And that deep ball that you talked about, about on the top, it definitely looks a lot more uh, frequent and effective than it was last year. Have they? I know the big story around the Dolphins and their, their kind of resurgence was around that defense, around Brian Flores. Is there, especially with X kind of being a question mark, is that still going to be a thing? Like, are, are we, is that a daunted Miami Dolphins defense, when Coquel's Jets go to Miami to play, are they going to be nervous about their defense? I think the, the thing about the Dolphins' defense this year is they, they can't catch anybody off on surprise. Last year, they came in and they were a team that was one of the worst defenses in the league the year before, and they established themselves as a, a team that was going to be worth fearing. And they really did it. They had exotic blitz packages and great man-to-man corners on the back end. Well, if Xavier Howard isn't there, then you don't have that – you know, elite man-to-man corner, at least on one side of the field, and that, and that makes it harder for you to be as effective. So I think, you know, how good the Dolphins are is going to be, one, based on getting Xavier Howard back. I don't think I don't think they're going to be the same defense without him. But also how offenses catch up to where they are with their blitz packages. You know, they've got an offseason to watch exactly what Brian Flores likes to do. He likes to throw some exotics, you know, have the um, defensive linemen and linebackers all standing up around the line of scrimmage to create confusion. Is that something that still creates confusion or, or did offenses catch up and something that we won't be able to figure out until they start playing the games. But I still think the defense is the strongest part of this team and, you know, they'll have to lead them um, if they want to go, you know, in the playoffs and, and potentially win some games in there. You know you're talking to Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel when you get asked a question about backups, and that's where I'm going to go with this. Because <laughs> if an X isn't there, you have <laughs> Glade Central product, Cravon LeBlanc was signed. Then Jalen Waddell, if he's out, you have Albert Wilson out of Port St. Lucie. Mm. And then if Tua fails, you have Jacoby Brissett out of Dwyer. For us as a Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast team, have either Brissett, Wilson, or LeBlanc flashed at all in camp? Yes, Palm Beach love. I'll tell you this, Albert Wilson's looked like the best player so far. I'm being honest with you guys. Um, every single day I've been out there, he's looked explosive. You know, I had a chance to talk to him a couple days ago, and, you know, obviously he sat out last year because he was opting out due to COVID. He said he feels fresh. He spent the whole offseason training at Bomberitos up here in, um, in, in the Miami area, and he looks like the old Albert Wilson, the guy you mm. saw when he got the big contract when he left Kansas City. He's got that shake and bake, a little Ricky Rob, Ricky Bobby in him. You know, he's got some deep downfield juice. So he's the guy I'd watch out for. You know, coming into camp, I wasn't sure if he had a lock, a roster spot locked up. And now I think that he may end up trying to find his way into starting reps. You know, so he's, mm. that's the sort of camp he's had so far. You know, as far as the other two, you know, Jacoby's made some really nice throws. Yesterday he made a nice throw down the field, Isaiah Ford. Even Tua jumped on him to celebrate. So I think they're they're going to be in good hands with Jacoby, but he's definitely their number two. He's going to be the guy, if, if Tua gets hurt, he would step in and they feel comfortable with him. And then with Craven LeBlanc, he, he's a new guy. You know, he showed up a week before camp, and, uh, you know, they, they nicknamed him Strap, and he already had a uh, – a, uh, a strip ball of one of the running backs a couple days ago in practice. So he's competing for a roster spot with a couple of the cornerbacks in the back end. But, you know, he's got that tenacity where, you know, if, if 
they're looking for a guy in the back end that maybe can contribute on special teams and, and have that final spot, he's got a shot. So three of the Palm Beach guys have all kind of showed flashes, and Albert Wilson for sure has, has opened up a lot of eyeballs in camp. Well, you, you heard it here first from NFL Network's Cameron Wolf. Um, we got some guys out of Palm Beach County that might get some play time out there in Miami. That's nice. That's nice. Hey, Cam, you – you people can catch you on NFL on NFL Network now. You're newly there. Um, congratulations, by the way, on that new gig. Also, you're not just Thank a Dolphins you. guy now, right? You're covering all of the NFL. Yeah, I'm covering the whole whole league. I'll spend most of my time in the Southeast, you know, Florida, and, and moving around from there. But um, yeah, I'll still be here doing some Dolphin stuff, but I'll be moving around uh, a little bit more. I'm going to Carolina this weekend to check out the Panthers. You know, I know you might have some extra interest in that deal, <laughs> you know, checking out Sam Darnold and Kristen McCaffrey and seeing what them boys look like out there in Carolina. So I'll be moving around. You know, obviously, you know, guys can check me out on NFL Network and see see what we're rapping about. But, you know, I'll pop up in a city near you, near you uh, very soon. That's You can see his pretty face on NFL Network inside training camp. Hey, take the wife out for lunch. Thanks for coming on the show. That's Cameron Wolf of NFL Network. You can follow him on Twitter at Cameron Wolf. Uh, you have a good rest of your off day, man. All right, man. Appreciate you, bro. Peace. That was Cameron Wolf of NFL Network. I mean, that he said it right there at the end, and that was a great question by you, Coquille, highlighting our Palm Beach County guys. Albert Wilson, comeback player of the year? He might be after sitting out a year. And, of course, you know, the, towards the end, I think he was hurt his last year. So it's almost like a year and a half since we've seen Albert beat Albert. And I know Port St. Lucie will be on fire. Our own Dean Thomas talks about, you know, Having people, he's from Port St. Lucie High yeah. School also, having people to be proud of that are local guys out of Port St. Lucie. And Albert, I think, is going to be one who puts on. And the way Cam was talking, Pro Bowl? Too Pro early? Bowl. Is it too, early, too early for Pro Bowl? <laughs> Let's start lining up the preseason awards and putting Albert Wilson on all of them. That's what we like to hear out of Dolphins camp. He also had, did you notice, he's such a positive guy. He had nothing negative to say about anybody that we asked about. Even you can tell Cravon maybe isn't making the biggest name for himself. But he did it. You know, Cravon's been known as Strap since high school. Yeah. And, and he... He is a fighter. He's from the muck, and if you talk to him even last year, he was just training all year right over here on the bridge. He was running the bridge every single day. You could see him out there in the sweltering heat. So if there's a spot to be had, I think Cravon's going to take that job. That's a guy that does not stop. But you know what makes us stop? Red lights, right? you got to stop at a red light. Yes, red light, stop, green light, go. That's right. And after the break, we're going to be playing some red light, green light, one of my favorite shows to, or games to hear on the Ken LaVica Live show. Do you know the song? Do I know the song? The song, I mean, that's going to hit the Red light, green light, that's when you go. No, he doesn't know the song. <laughs> it is, I mean, I'm surprised we haven't gotten a Grammy, we haven't won a Grammy for the song or gotten in trouble for stealing it from someone. Either way. <laughs> Either way, that's what you're going to be hearing next. You're listening to Co- Coach Coke Kale, Theo Dorsey on Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3.